This is Bump, Baby and Beyond with Emma's Diary. Hi everyone, it's Renee from Mummy Style and you're listening to Bump, Baby and Beyond with Emma's Diary. Today I am joined by the absolutely gorgeous Polly from the Fit Mum Formula and we're going to delve into the tricky world of body confidence after babies. Oh my goodness, where do I start? Now Polly, you're a mama too an author, a blogger, an award-winning online weight loss coach, to mums, a qualified personal trainer and a nutritional therapist. Oh my goodness, how do you even fit parenting in? Oh God, that sounds more impressive than I thought it was. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How do we fit it all in? Um, I think we just get on with it as mums. I think that from the day you have your first child, whether it's you being ill, whether it's jobs being done around the house, there is no time for self-indulgences there. You just get on with it. You do, we do. If you want to do something, you go and do it. And actually, it's been quite nice to have an outlet alongside mummyhood that's been something for me, something that's not to do with them directly. And And it's been fun. It's nice to have a project regardless of whether it brings in income or or not it's just nice to have something for me yeah that's lovely and is this something pre-kids that you were into the whole fitness um my my background is actually performing I was um a dancer singer I was at stage school so from that point of view yes I was very fit I was always into exercise from a dance point of view um but no I decided to step away from the performing industry because it's a it's a pretty ruthless industry and I decided I wasn't mentally strong enough to deal with it yeah um I trained as a a beauty therapist worked in the spa for a while um had a a, did some nutrition training in that but then decided to go a lot deeper into it um and did my personal training and nutritionist qualifications and the fit mum formula was Born out of a chance meeting with another person who, um, my ex-business partner, who also had um, similar interests in fitness and nutrition yeah. and exercise. Um, but she also built websites. So we came up with this concept where mums needed something that they could access, some sort of support, the resources they need that fit around parenting because we can't always get out to the gym and classes, evening workout classes, they're always at bath and bedtime. They definitely What's with are. that? You know, <laughs> you know how are we supposed to get out to that? You know, we don't always have um, a babysitter on hand or maybe we have a partner who works shifts and we can't always get out. But nevertheless, we need that connection. We need that professional support. So it has to be something that, that fits around mum life. So, so this came from, inspired from having a baby of your own yeah it really did and also um I've it's been doing this for quite a while now it's well since my my second child was born so seven years and back then there there really wasn't much in the way of online support um these days it's gone so fast there's there's quite a lot of, of people doing it yeah. back then there really wasn't online coaching um these membership portals these these membership sites where you can log on and and access certain resources um you know they just didn't exist back then so it was a really novel thing at the time um a concept that I hadn't heard of it until um, my business partner came up with it um, and since then it's just grown and grown it's just we've just jumped to every opportunity and it's really good fun I've met some amazing people and it's been really nice building that community as well of mums who I feel like I, I really know them and they feel like they really know me even though we've never met in real life That's we've incredible. managed to build that connection online which has been lovely it's, it's really nice and they've been there for times for me when I've needed support as well when I've had things going on in my personal life and they're like, do you know what? It's fine. Just go and take take some time out, you know, go away, spend some time with your family. We'll be here when you get back, which is which is lovely. It's so nice having that support. 
which is half the battle when you're a parent is having someone to talk to not even mentioning getting fit as well exactly we need to I mean women especially are tribal we need each other and we especially when you become a mum there is no way on earth you could explain to somebody who's not a parent what it's like to have a child you can try but they won't really get it until they until they get they have their own children so to be able to speak to people who really understand it really understand how it's the best thing in the world but also it's the hardest thing in the world and yeah. the challenges that you encounter or not even the actual challenges but the fact that it's it's 24 7 365 days a year and you just don't get that break really and it it takes a lot of strength and it wears you down and we need each other. We need to hold each other up because it's hard. It's yeah. hard being a mum. And you've got a Facebook community, haven't you, as well, of all these women? I do. I've got, I'm everywhere on social. I've got Facebook, um, I've got the page, but I've also got a great group of mums as well, um, a Facebook group where people can chat and, and it's brilliant. They support each other as well. You know, if someone's got an issue or got a question about something, others will come and chip in. So um, they're, they're all there to help each other. And then what I can do is reinforce that with the with the professional knowledge of science yeah. from a scientific point of view, the, the background that I've got, I can I can help them as well. So for me as a mum, one of my biggest things, and I think one of the biggest things a lot of mums feel is that stress of when am I going to lose the baby weight, which is probably the first time we really address the whole fitness thing. How do you manage that with your mums? Well, I think firstly, making it about the weight in itself is the first step to getting it wrong. Because... Weight is just one issue of health. It's only one aspect. And yes, being very overweight, uh, we know is unhealthy. However, there is there is no perfect weight for everyone. Yeah. Being underweight is also unhealthy. And there are so many other aspects to health that if you just make it about the weight, you're probably going to end up going about it in the wrong uh, in the wrong way because you'll end up doing whatever it takes to lose the weight. Yeah. But really, it should be about health. Your body is amazing. If you think most people listening to this podcast either have grown a child or they're in the the process of growing another human inside them that's a pretty awesome thing for your body to do that is now to do awesome things like that your body needs nourishing so it needs the proper fuel you need to look after it like you look after your car if you yeah. don't service your car it's going to break down you're going to end up hating car it's not going to work properly it's the same with your body if you don't look after it properly if you don't feed it with the right nutrients sleep enough get stress under control um exercise um, eat wholesome foods um, that's what creates a fit amazing healthy body that can do cool stuff like grow humans and by pure coincidence if you live your life like that you won't have loads of excess weight to lose so it's almost like the weight loss is a happy side effect of looking after your body yeah now what I find ironically is that many people go into some sort of diet or exercise plan to lose weight because they hate their body. They look yeah. in the mirror, they loathe their wobbly thighs, they cringe when they see their belly hanging out. You know, they look at the cellulite and they really despise what they see in the mirror. And they really, really feel down about it. And that's understandable, you know. Um, it's hard. People do put on weight, sometimes out of their control to a certain extent when you have a baby. Um, so that's understandable. But then they go on this diet or they go on this exercise regime where they cut out all the things they love and they they determine to go to the gym three times a week and spend ages making these complicated diet food meals and they hate it and they're miserable and they resent it and eventually you're going to fall off the wagon and you're going to hate the whole process 
I feel like you're describing me after my first baby. <laughs> to be honest, I'm, unfortunately, I'm describing most mums. Um, they yeah. go in for it from this this negative approach of I'm I hate my body. I need to deprive it of treats, and I'm going to punish my body in order to get it looking like so and so on the front cover of that magazine. Now, if you go for that angle, you're going to be miserable. And you're probably going to fail because I see it time and time again. And in fact, it's usually the women who emotionally eat, um, comfort eat and turn to foods, usually high calorie, tasty junk foods when they're in a stressful situation. Let's face it, mummyhood is pretty stressful. So that's going to be quite often. Well, we do. We spend a lot of time in coffee shops. We do. Just trying to get off the house and we drink fat coffees. Yeah, and we we have a bad day and we think, oh, do you know what? I've had a really stressful day. I'm going to have a great big piece of chocolate cake. And there's nothing wrong with chocolate cake per se. But if you're using food as either a reward or a punishment... That's an emotional attachment to food. And that is that is normal to a certain degree. Babies will even try and reach for a breast when they need, when they need comfort, not just because they're hungry. Yeah. It's, it only becomes a problem when it becomes a problem, you know, after a certain point. Whereas if you come from it from a point of loving and respecting your body, you know you need to look after it. You know your body can do some awesome stuff. It can walk for miles and miles and miles. You see the women in um, in certain uh, countries, third world countries, you still walk miles and miles every day to, just to get water. We can grow babies. We can think amazing things. Our brains and our bodies are really cool. Yeah. But they're not going to work properly if you don't look after them. So your biggest tip then is love your body, respect yeah, it. Because yeah. you won't think to yourself, I'm not going to eat that fast food meal because I hate my belly. You're going to think, do you know what? I'm really going to, you know, I'm going to eat this nutritious, you know, fish and, and vegetables and, and whole foods and really nutrient dense stuff because I know that's going to make me feel amazing. It's going to give me energy. It's going to make me think clearly. I'm going to yeah. wake up tomorrow buzzing and I'm going to be able to enjoy the day and enjoy life and you'll be happier result as well. Yeah. So you're doing, you're, you're eating well and you're exercising because you deserve it rather than punishing your body because you hate it. It's a completely different approach. And yet the things you do are often the same things. But the thought process behind the things you do are going to determine the mental state you approach it with and ultimately whether you're going to stick at it. Now I can hear loads of mums shouting at the podcast, who's got time to make nutritional meals? Who's got time to exercise? You know, for the especially the mums on the go or the mums that are back at work, what tips do you have that they can you know, balance that, make quick nutritional meals. I think most people make it way more complicated than it has to be. They think, I need to follow this cookbook. I need to make this new recipe. I need to be cooking everything from scratch. No, there is nothing wrong with an omelette. There is nothing wrong with a jacket potato, tin tuna, frozen prawns, all this kind of stuff I have in my freezer, in my cupboards all the time. I'll be honest, I am the laziest cook and eater you'll probably ever meet. I like nice food, yeah. but when you've got to be feeding small people all day, every day, it really takes the joy out of cooking. Um, I do like nice food. I've got a chef for a father and I've, you know, I'm not a fussy eater. I love going out to eat, but that, that, who has time for it? You're exactly. right. Who has time for it? There is a time and a place for that. If you really enjoy cooking, great. But if you don't, it really doesn't have to be complicated. Um one thing you can do to make tasty meals as opposed to bland meals is find ingredients that are really simple but add a major flavour boost um, with not too many calories. Things like 
Parmesan cheese. How cool is Parmesan cheese? You put it on anything, it makes everything taste good. Wow, I didn't know that. I just assumed it's cheese, it's bad for you. No, well, if you eat too much saturated fat, yeah, too much of anything isn't good for you. But the thing is with Parmesan, you use so little. Because it's so strong that you don't need very much. Soy sauce, again, don't want loads and loads of soy sauce all the time. That's loads of salt. But soy sauce, you add it to any stir fry, suddenly it tastes good. Yeah, Rather than just plain... You know, meat and vegetables, it really doesn't have to be complicated. Um, often simpler is better because it makes it more manageable. If you try to make it too complicated, again, you're not going to stick at it. So, while my mouth waters, thinking about all those foods, you've got a book, The Fit Formula. Tell us a little bit about that. That was because um, I was very simply asked one day, do you have what you teach in a book? And the answer was no. (laughs) So I went and wrote one. Um, Now, I had no idea how this was going to work, but I thought all I need to do is basically take my my teaching principles of addressing food, addressing exercise, addressing mindset. And then the fourth element, which often people don't address, is troubleshooting things. So it's all very well saying, right, I'm going to eat this, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to try and mentally relax and do all the mindset work that that goes into it as well perhaps if you've got issues with comfort eating and things all of that but then what happens if it's not working what happens if you're not losing weight what happens if you're losing weight too quickly what happens if you're hungry all the time yeah what happens if you're spending all day thinking about chocolate and all you're doing is craving sugar the whole time what happens if you've got really low energy or you're not sleeping or you're not recovering from exercise and you're aching the whole time. All of these things are signs in your body that your body is not happy with what you're doing. Wow. If you are craving things, craving sugar, for example, or craving certain foods all day long and you can't resist them, if you are hungry all day long, if you don't have energy, that's your body saying, whatever it is you're doing to me, I'm not happy about it. So you have to kind of play detective and go, right, What's going on here? What do I need to change? And so there's no one diet. People say, what, what, what do I need to eat? I have not a clue because every single one of us here is, different. is going to be slightly different. So I can make an educated guess and say, well, let's start with this and see how you get on. But we have to keep going. We have to go, well, how are you feeling? What are the scales saying? You know, what are your energy levels like? Are you enjoying this? And if it's working for you, great, we stick at it. But most of the time, we're not going to get it perfect straight away. And it's just a case of adjust things and keep tweaking things until you kind of find a lifestyle that works for you. Yeah. And that, that has to include treats. It has to include times where you don't exercise. It has to include all the foods that you like, that you really enjoy. If you want to drink alcohol in moderation, it has to include alcohol. Because if you ban things completely, you're not going to be happy about it. Yeah. It's funny how we spend so much time on our kids' lives, making sure they're perfect, making sure they're there on time, making sure they eat the right things, and we don't do it for ourselves. And it's really interesting what you were saying about the sugar. Every time I have a baby, I just crave rubbish, and I know it's because I'm tired. It's exactly that. I'm it's tired. I don't want to cook. I don't, and it's sort of like quick sugar boost because I know it'll get me through the bedtime routine, and it's yeah. It's, and it's a cycle because the more you do that, the more your body will rely on sugar. Yeah. So it's it's about breaking that cycle and getting into new ways of eating and new ways of keeping your energy up without relying on that 
that sugar and creating that sugar roller coaster. Um, but yeah, we do. It's it again. It's a maternal instinct, isn't it? You put your children first every single time. Yeah. I don't think we're ever going to change that. I think that's biology. I think that's probably correct. We're there to create the next generation and to bring our children up. However, to do that and to be the best mum we can be, we have to look after ourselves. You need to do things for yourself. Your kids will not miss out if you say, actually, I'm in the bath. Can you just give me 10 minutes? Because <laughs> remember the last time you had a bath? Remember the last time you had a wee by yourself? You know, It's okay to tell them, do you know what? I'm on the loo. Can you just give me a minute? And I'll, and I'll come to you in a second. They'll be fine. Yeah. It's okay to say, mommy's going to just do a 15-minute workout. That's fine. Go and play 15 minutes. Then I'll come to you. Whatever it is, I'll come to you then. And they'll get used to it at first. If they're used to getting whatever they want as soon as they want it, at first they're not going to be very happy about that. But you know what? They will learn that not only is that normal and that's acceptable that they have to wait for things, but also um, mummy has to do stuff for herself too. And and you'll be a role model to them. My kids know that exercise is good for you. They know that healthy food is good for them. I don't do it in a dogmatic way. Yeah. Um, I never ban treats. We never make it out that you have to go and do some exercise. But nevertheless, we walk to school. We walked to school this morning. Um, got some sunshine, got some fresh air. They might moan about it, say, oh, can we get the car today? Can we get the car today? As soon as we're out in that fresh air, you can see they're, they're happy, their face lights up because it does them good. It does us all good to does, get some fresh air in the morning. Definitely my favourite part of the day is the school walk. And my little boys are saying, can we take the car? I'm like, no. And it's like, it's raining. It's like, but it's only spitting. You know, come on, let's enjoy the walk. Kick the leaves. Get some fresh air. And it is, it does so much to your mental health as well. It energises you. Yeah. It does. It really, really does. If there's any one type of exercise, if anyone had to choose just one thing, it probably walking would be it it's there's minimal risk of injury um it gets you out of the house you get some fresh air you get some sunlight okay there's been lots of scares about too much sun and skin cancer but actually it's gone the other way and we do need some vitamin d especially in this country i mean already now we're into autumn when we're recording this a sunny day today but still the sun's low in the sky and we need that we need that for for our mental health and if i walk to school that's 15 minutes so if i walk to school and then back and then collect them that's an hour of walking just doing the school run yeah now not everyone can do that I appreciate it. some people live too far away from school or they have to drop their kids in the car on the way to work but there's always going to be a something that you can yeah. do if you can't do one thing find something that is going to work in your life you have to figure out what works in your life for some people that's getting up early and doing a quick home workout before the day starts other people they're not a morning person and they will do that same thing but they'll do it as soon as they get in from work yeah. And then they start making the tea. Others, it's when the baby naps, if you've got little ones at home. There's always going to be something that works for you. It's about finding out what works for you. And if you try and do something that isn't working for you, you're not going to stick to it. It's really interesting before when you were saying about how um, if you incorporate it into your life, your kids get used to it. I've got a fabulous friend called Anna and she loves working out and she literally puts it on on the telly. And she does it in the living room. And you see the kids next to her doing some moves as well or maybe some yoga. And she always puts on Instagram. And you can see that it's part of the kids' lives. They know that mummy does 15-minute workout every morning. And they're either playing around her, but she gets it done. 
it is it is finding it's just, it's just normal to them. they don't even question it now yeah they no. often come downstairs in the morning i'm there in my mat my, my sports bra and, and pants because that's what i can be bothered to work out in <laughs> why bother why bother creating more washing <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and um and they're fine about it they know that they've got to have some vegetables with their evening meal that's just standard that's just normal they don't question it yeah i might give them the choice um, of what vegetables they want, but that's a normal part of our life, and it's very, very little effort. In fact, one of the main things I, from a nutritional point of view, if someone's just really needs a simple thing they can do, is whatever meal you're having, your main meal in the evening and maybe your lunch as well, make half of it vegetables or salad, because that can be applied to any meal you think of. You could be going down to the chippy and getting fish and chips, but if you make that fish and chips only half of the plate, yeah, and the other half has to be a bag of salad you've also picked up at the shop next door to the chippy. Yeah, you know that's going to be a massive improvement on that meal. Yeah, and for it's sure. no more effort. As soon as we start trying to make it too difficult, you're not going to do it. Yeah, that's a re- that's a really good tip, which brings us perfectly onto body confidence, which is a subject which is really close to my heart. I style a lot of mums, and my biggest thing for them is I always say, dress the body you have now. You know. You know, I found that after I had Henry, he's my first. I'm not in any pictures because I didn't like the way I looked. You know, I had this extra baby weight. My body shape changed. You change. And I found that I was missing from so much of his life because I didn't want to have my picture taken. And it doesn't matter what journey you're on. Um, when you, you become a mum, whether you're on a health journey, whether you're on a fitness journey, whether you don't have time for it, there's no use putting your life on hold and not feeling good about yourself and having body confidence. You've almost got to accept the way you are before you can even get on that journey. How, what's your whole take on the whole body confidence? Well, one thing I, I know some people might find this difficult to understand, but body confidence is not about what you look like. Body confidence is about what you feel like. Yeah. Now, for sure. um, other people on the podcast can't see, but they're online. They'll be able to see. I'm I'm nowhere near overweight. I'm very slim. I'm very fit. I'm very healthy. Uh, but I have fat days. Do you know why I have fat days? Because <laughs> I've had a bad day, or I'm tired, or I'm stressed. And in the moment, I never really realise it. But um, I'll look in the mirror. I'll or catch myself when I'm getting undressed. And I go, I don't like that. Um, not I hate my body today. And I never think about it in the moment. And then it's only later on, or next morning, I go. Ah, oh, I know what that was about. I was really stressed that day because of that. Or I was really tired. I hadn't slept well. Or I was premenstrual or something. I was hormonal. And, you know, it's all about mood, body yeah. confidence. I actually do, um, alongside um, the Fitman formula, I do modeling work. Uh, so I'm a professional model. So and some people would look at my pictures and go, wow, you look amazing. Okay, first of all, lots of those pictures are airbrushed because that's what photographers do. <laughs> <laughs> and there's some very great lighting going on there. But aside from that, um, that's not where body confidence comes from. It's not about what you look like. It's about how you having feel. confidence in who you are and how you feel. And often, if you feel confident about yourself as a person, you'll also... Um, take more pride in yourself yeah so you will think do you know what it is worth washing my hair and putting on a bit of makeup you don't have to I'm not saying everyone should wear makeup to to feel good but if you want to sometimes it's the little things like that making sure the clothes you wear are clean as opposed to you know picked up off the floor somewhere it can really boost your confidence and I'm sure you know this the stylist just changing the way you dress you haven't changed your body at all at all but it can change the way you feel yeah and if you feel good you're then going to do more positive things. So without even stepping on the healthy eating exercise bandwagon, if you were to style somebody who's feeling really down about themselves and confidence, 
they started dressing in a way that really boosted their confidence, that self-esteem is going to have a knock-on effect to other areas of their life. They're going to hold their head higher. Their shoulders are going to be back. They're going to start looking after themselves. They're going to start getting some exercise in because they start feeling, yeah, do you know what? I can do this. I deserve this. Fabulous. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I got lost then, just listening to you. Okay, Um, so you're all about being strong rather than thin, um, which I absolutely love. So how does your programme work on your website, fitformula, sorry, fitmomformula.com? Well, all my workouts are based around um, high-intensity interval training. Now, if somebody comes to me um, who doesn't want to do that, I'll always say, okay, let's let's see what works for you. But the workouts that I use on all my programmes are HIT because it's very um, effective in a short space of time. Yeah. So to get the same results for going from a run or going to gym sessions, going to workout classes, you're, you're going to have to do a lot more. And as much as those things are enjoyable, when you're a mum and your time's short, you do have to prioritise a little bit. Yeah. So rather than go out every single night to a workout class that I don't really have time to do and I've got to pay a babysitter for, I can do just this quick thing at home and it's done and it gets really quick results. Also, the term intense is relative. So if you were to pull up some... Um, a typical hit workout online or a DVD, you'd probably be very intimidated if you're quite unfit and have exercise in a while. It probably be too hard. The way I do it is you set your own rest intervals. Oh, great. So anyone can do it. If you're very unfit, you'll be taking a lot of rest. If you're very fit, you'll be taking a lot less rest, but you can develop as you go along. You can go as fast or as slow as you like and keep progressing with the same workout. You just rest less. Yeah. To somebody who's very unfit possibly quick walking interspersed with periods of standing still is going to be intense for someone else that's going to be a breeze and they do that every single day yeah so pushing yourself in short bursts has been shown to be very very effective at burning calories getting your heart rate up working your lungs and also preserving and even better building muscle at the same time there's not many types of exercise which do everything in one usually it'll just be focused focused on say jogging will be more heart and lungs um weightlifting is more about muscle whereas hit is really good for everything so really it's the perfect one for busy mums because it's yeah. just so effective and also a lot of the workouts you can just do body weights you don't need any equipment just do it at home i do have a little bit of equipment at home but i rarely use it i can't bother <laughs> she, you've heard it from here. <laughs> too lazy. Um, too you just lazy. don't have time to no, get it out. No. I, I honestly, I work out a sports bra and pants. Get the get the uh, my uh, my windows look out my back garden. Don't worry, the neighbours can't see. <laughs> pull out the workout mat, stick something online, or pull out one of my workouts and yeah, just get on with it. I just I can't be bothered. It's life's too short. You can't revolt unless you really really enjoy it. Or you've got all the time in the world. And certainly, the second one of those us mums do not have. Your life cannot revolve around food and exercise and cooking. There's just there's just so many more things that we've got to do. Yeah, there is. Um, so yes, yeah, just just make it as easy as possible. So the, sorry. So the no. biggest message today, then Polly, is listen to yourself, be realistic with your time, and find those times in the day where you can either a eat better or incorporate more healthier things into your diet. If you can find the time, check out your hits on the fitformula.com. Sorry, find those things on the fitmomformula.com. I'm sure they'll be in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and yeah, almost 
love yourself. Yeah, I think it's I'd a say bit... my two takeaways would be keep it simple. It really is not that complicated. Keep things really simple, yeah. enjoyable, manageable, and keep doing it. There's no point in going hell for leather for two weeks and then giving up. That's not going to work. It's got to be something you can do for life and you can enjoy for life and is adaptable to holidays, Christmas, birthdays, all those things. It's got to incorporate all of that so that life can carry on. And importantly, do it because you love your body and you appreciate your body for what it can do yeah. and because you need to care for your body. That's an amazing body that needs looking after yeah. you know, and caring for, not because you hate it and because you want to punish it. If you try and punish your body through diet, you won't stick at it. Do it because you deserve it. Us mums are cool. We do deserve it. We do deserve it. Look after it. yourselves. Oh, thank you so much, Polly, from thefitmumformula.com. I really hope you enjoyed this week's chat just as much as I did. I absolutely love hearing about other amazing mummies' experiences. Don't forget to join us next week where I'll be speaking to yet another amazing guest. Bump Baby and Beyond is hosted by me, Renee, from Mummy Style and produced by the amazing Bang Boom Creative. <laughs>